0: Thank you. Your husband, host Travis McElroy, and
1: I'm your wife, host Teresa McElroy, and
0: you're listening to Schmanners.
1: It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary
0: occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. How are you?
1: I'm doing okay. How are you?
0: Um, doing pretty good. Uh, just woke up from a 20 minute nap.
1: <laughs> power nap.
0: Second 20 minute nap of the day. I Had a 20 minute nap. Did a recording. <laughs>
1: Double power.
0: And then I had needed another 20 minute nap, and now I'm doing another recording. Yeah. Well. Got to charge the batteries sometimes. That's right. The ha ha batteries. Up,
1: power up. <laughs> Power up your comedy batteries. I call
0: them haha batteries, thank you very much. <laughs> double haws, they are.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. H-A-H-A's. Sure. Instead of like double A's. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That was the joke you were making. Yeah, that's fine. I like how you explained it.
0: <laughs> and really spelled it out. Made it funnier in that way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> oh,
0: no. So now we're talking, today we're talking about one of my favorite, Activities, oh, topics, you know, I'm really? a, a real gearhead. Oh. I love uh, changing my own oil. <laughs> um, I like oiling my brake pads. No, that's no, bad. That's that would be bad. That's
1: not what you do, you don't.
0: Oiling my fan belt. Polishing no. my rims. Mm. Um That's I, dirty. I like to put the windshield wiper sometimes to go the other way. <laughs> Uh, put them on, flip them upside down. We're
1: not, we're not talking about car maintenance, oh, good gosh. or bad. Just car shows.
0: Oh, this is like car shows, like, okay, is this like car auction shows or is this like you go and a bunch of people parked like cool cars in like a big parking lot and you just walk around
1: and go, mm. <laughs> Oh, what a, what a way to spend an afternoon. Yeah. Oh, oh. look, that's a car. Mm. Um. Well, sort of. There definitely are auction shows out there, but I'm gonna give a little history of car shows. Because really,
0: uh, my only context for the auction one is uh, occasionally your dad, where Mm -hmm. uh, it's usually on like a um, a Thanksgiving-esque holiday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something like Mythbusters will be on and 10 episodes. Or Top Gear. And it will be like 10 episodes in a row before your mom goes, Something else, please.
1: Yes, something else, please.
0: Uh, And so then your dad's like, ah, I know exactly what my wife wants to watch, a car auction. And then he'll like flip to that, and it's like, well, that's I don't think that was it, Mike. Mm -mm. But watching car actions, I I have realized I have uh, no context for Mm -hmm, one, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. how much cars are worth, and two, what each car is. I'm like, that one looks cool. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, it looks like it would be expensive. And he's like, that's just somebody's Honda. And I'm like, cool.
1: Okay, great. Okay,
0: cool. Got it.
1: Uh, so, I mean, definitely um, a car show is a public exhibition of current or classic automobile models, debuts, concept cars, or out-of-production classics. Uh, the event is usually attended by maybe automotive reps or dealers or journalists. But there are also plenty that are just open to the public and car enthusiasts. Um. So, like, it's it's a great way for, say, like, car manufacturers and mm-hmm. producers to create, you know, PR and also advertise new products and promote their brand. Um, there are a big five. They they have of car shows and they are generally held trucks, vans. No, 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 no. no the the places. Oh, okay. The big five of. Prestigious. I'm glad shows. you cut me off because
0: I was gonna get to three, and then I didn't know <laughs> trucks, vans, cars, uh, motorcycles, for, uh, Frank,
1: Frankfurt, Geneva, Paris, Tokyo, and Detroit.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, um, and I'm actually wait, say it again. Frankfurt, mm-hmm. Geneva, yeah, Paris, okay, Tokyo, Detroit.
0: The Paris one surprises me. Really, Is France like a big car. I don't think the other ones. I'm like, okay, I can see it.
1: Well, so here's the thing, right? You will learn that the automobile, right, is not like a, a super old thing. Sure. Um, so a lot of these started out at like, like fairs, right? Oh, okay. Um, and other kind of like technology shows. Okay. So Paris makes more sense in that way. It may not be like a huge like motor city, right? Like Detroit. Yes, but it... as
0: as far as a gathering of people, exactly, yeah, exactly. So these are like more like expositions, right? And we'll get to them in a second. But when you talked about sure. like drilling uh, drumming up PR and like mm-hmm. showing stuff off, what it honestly reminded me of is E three, the video game expo.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: it seems a lot like that.
1: Um, a lot of the ones in America in the U.S. are referred to as car meets. And a lot of these used to take place along the old Route 66, mm-hmm. right? Um, and some of the biggest ones in the U.S. are in L.A., Las Vegas, again, San Francisco, and Chicago. It makes sense. Um, and some of these events, in fact, an event can cycle through different, like, iterations, like, Certain cars only, right? So, like, might be British-made cars or Chevys or...
0: Cars named Frank.
1: No. Or, like, even a whole genre of car, like lowriders. Okay. Um, And... You can pretty much, if you're interested in either a genre of car or a, a particular make and model of car, you can find a car show to go to to look at this kind of stuff.
0: Do they do haunted cars only? Mm. I bet there's this. bet there's been a spooky car show where it's just like something bad happened in this car. Check it out. Hop in. You don't think so? No. That's the cars I want. I want to buy haunted you, cars. You want
1: to go find haunted cars?
0: I'm not gonna sit in them though. I'm not dumb.
1: Um, hearses. No, by the time
0: the the body gets to the hearse, the ghost is already attached to a house. I would say a hearse is maybe the least haunted, of cars, unless an accident happens to the person driving the hearse. (laughs) The ghost is not going to attach to the hearse. Come on. That's just that's 101. Sure. Basic stuff.
1: So the first organized motor show specifically, right? before You were talking about like trade expos sure. and world affairs and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, these showcased newest and, you know, latest and greatest technological, sure. Thank you. technological is what I meant to say, uh, innovations. Uh, but the first organized motor show was Paris in 1898, um, and That's it was earlier than
0: I would have guessed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah so, and it was so successful that over a hundred years later, it is still hailed as one of the most important car shows in the world. Okay. Um, and of course, inspired by the Parisian exhibition, the first major auto show in North America was held not even two years later in 1900 at Madison Square Gardens.
0: A lot of keeping up with the Joneses. Is. Oh, we
1: definitely do that here. And so this was sponsored by the Automobile Club of America, which in is... In Paris? No. Oh. No, the one in Madison Square Okay, that makes a lot Garden. more
0: sense. Okay. Is it AAA? Well,
1: yeah, you got that. You, I didn't even ask the question.
0: Well, there's not a lot of automobile associations that I associate.
1: Well, I said Automobile Club of America.
0: Yeah, but I was able to put two and two together.
1: Okay, so it the American Automobile Association is a conglomerate of auto clubs, okay? Um, so um, it joined with the Automobile Club of America, joined with eight other independent auto clubs to form the American Automobile Association.
0: I see. I'm sorry that I ruined the game by uh, being so a, smart. That's okay. I know, I'm maybe too I, smart Maybe and I gave
1: you the answer telepathically. Okay,
0: don't take it away from me, though. <laughs> like... I apologize. You don't have to.
1: I'm. I'm not saying that. I'm just. You said, but you gave me the answer. I didn't know it. It was a team win, is what I'm saying. No, but that
0: takes something away. You understand that when I win with someone's a team, that takes something away from me. No, it doesn't. That's why most of the time when I do an escape room, I make everyone sit down (laughs) on the floor, and I only call people up one by one when I need help. You know that. (laughs) And I calculate how much time they helped, so I can still say I still would have won. You know that about me.
1: No that l- dear listeners that's not true. He's a highly collaborative escape room uh participant. Artist. Artist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, the early auto industry was filled with like tiny small companies, right? And even like the the first ones, there were 69 of them. Nice. None of them are still around today. Really? Yeah, the ones that showed in the first show in New York City.
0: Okay. So this was before Ford?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, or, no, not before Ford. It was before, the, it was not one of the original showcased at that car show. Okay, now I got gotcha. you. So two different things, apples, oranges, here. And the interesting thing about this first car show in Madison Square Garden is, is that you would only see a few cars powered by gasoline. They still hadn't decided what they were going to power their car, all the cars with. Mm. Kind of like eight tracks and cassettes.
0: Mm, there are still some powered by wishes. <laughs>
1: steam, they didn't go very far. Steam oh. or electricity.
0: What? A car powered by a, electricity? An
1: electric car. Who's, how how watch, dare they?
0: That's bananas.
1: Um, so, some of the brands included uh, Locomobile.
0: By the way, sad that that's not still a brand. I, I would know, love right? it. someone's like, is that a Toyota? I'm like, no, it's a Locomobile.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a good name. Uh, the uh, Winton is another one. Uh-huh. And Oldsmobile, which at the time was its own independent brand. Okay. GM I was say, wasn't formed yet. I think you can
0: still get an Oldsmobile somewhere. No, no.
1: GM wasn't, wasn't formed yet. Okay. Speaking of these cars um a car in 1900 could set you back anywhere from $280 to $4000 which you know you'd adjust that for inflation uh because the average annual wage at the time was about $600 so that's like $10,000 in today's money wait
0: sorry hold on say that again
1: okay say it again cars ranged from 280 to 4000 okay
0: 280 uh nineteen hundred, right?
1: No, I two I know that it's gonna be about ten thousand dollars. For the car. For the car. But That's how much are people getting paid? Six hundred uh about twenty grand.
0: Okay. So it doesn't matter what the thing is. A single car could cost half of a year's wage. Yes. Or it could cost like seven years' wages. Yes. Okay. That's what's important. Sorry,
1: listeners. That was kind of like roundabout apologies. Well, because when you say
0: the car was like $10,000, I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of cars now. That no,
1: it would have been $10,000 in today's money. Yes. But most people were only taking home $20,000.
0: See, that I think is the more important thing. Okay. Cars were could get pricey.
1: Indeed. Um, so at this first car show... Um, they had to charge a pretty steep admission price. And it was unclear whether or not this would be as successful in Madison Square Garden as it was in Paris. Uh, But lucky for auto manufacturers, Americans love cars.
0: Crazy. Uh, Give me a locomobile any day of the week.
1: And they were lining up to pay that 50 cent admission. 50 cents? Which at the time would have been like $20 per ticket today.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I, I think twenty dollars to go to uh, an exhibition. That still doesn't feel like that much. I don't know. Okay.
1: Um, a banana. What can it be? Ten dollars. What's that from? Isn't that isn't that from uh, Arrested Development? Oh sure. <laughs> We're maybe it's not telepathic. We don't seem to be on the same wavelength today.
0: No, I think I'm reading your mind, and you're not reading mine. Oh, What's is that problem? it? Yeah. You, mm-hmm. Maybe. One of us is telepathic and the other one isn't.
1: (laughs) So uh, a whopping 48,000 people attended this show.
0: And what would that be in today's people?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Still (laughs) 48,000. Okay. That's a good one. Good job. You deserve a pat on the back for that one. Thank you very much. Um, and the thing that was really cool about this first one was they had organized the vendors around a track. So you could actually, if the vendors wanted you to, you could actually, like, take a spin in the car. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but, I mean, the next time, that was totally gone because there were way too many vendors and people.
0: Well, so you probably shouldn't be driving cars, I mean, that much inside. I, I doubt it was well-ventilated in nineteen hundred.
1: It, no, it definitely wasn't, but they didn't—they didn't pay any mind to that. No.
0: Also, about gasoline, super expensive back then, or not at all? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to learn more about car shows, but first, how about a word from some other Max Fun shows?
1: Oh, Ross. Hey. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I found you in line. These clouds are really freaking me out. I hate having to stand in line. And boy, what a line. These giraffes do not smell good. No, they do not. And they have such short necks. But I'm hearing we need to get on this we arc. we got to get on the ark. It yeah. is about to rain. God is about to destroy humanity. Hey, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Are you Noah? Yeah, I know we look like humans, but we're actually <laughs> yes, we're <totally>. podcasters. <laughs> we are podcasters, so it's different. Have you heard of Ono Ross and Carrie? We investigate spirituality, claims of the paranormal, stuff like that. And you have a boat and say the world's gonna end, so it seemed like something for us to check out. We would love to be on the boat. We came two by two. What do you think? Ono Ross and Carrie. Available on maximumfun.org. <laughs> Oh my gosh, hi,
0: I'm Dave Holmes, host of the pop culture trivia podcast, Troubled Waters. On Troubled Waters, we play games like motivational speeches. It goes a little like this. Riley, give us an improvised motivational speech on why people should listen and subscribe to Troubled Waters. I look around this ad and I see a lot of potential to listen to comedians such as Jackie Johnson and Josh Gondelman, and they need you to get out there and listen to them attempt to figure out sound rebus clues or determine if something is a Game of Thrones character or a city in Wales. I have chills. I'm going to give you 15 points. All that and so much more on Troubled Waters. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you choose to listen to podcasts. Okay, we're back. We're still in 1900.
1: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to fast forward a little bit uh, because, you know, car shows increasing in popularity. Sure. So much so that 1936, Mm -hmm. GM created its own traveling show dubbed the Parade of Progress. So not only cars, but also new equipment like microwave ovens and televisions and Mm -hmm. things like that, right? Um, And it included... Uh, up to three years later included Future Liners, which was a fleet of 12 buses with displays inside with folding panels.
0: Woo! Fold the panel.
1: So then, World War Two.
0: Can I tell you, before we get to World War II, which I bet is going to be fun, um, there's nothing I loved more as a child than when a, like, camper van or bus or something set up with a display inside would like roll up to school. And it was always very dramatic things. I remember one that was like uh, a fire simulator of like, there's smoke and we gotta crawl below it and get out. And, but it's like you step inside and you're like, it's like I'm in a house, but it's a bus, but I'm in a house. And it made me so, and I was like,
1: well, it's filling with smoke, how great. And it always (laughs) made me happy. What, what What a fun thing because the smoke is great for you, right?
0: No, but I think I was a, a just a young buy into the tiny home oh, idea okay. where I was like, "What? A house in a bus? Get out! All right, get out of here, you wizard."
1: Um. So after World War II, um, especially in the United States, these like giant car shows kind of fell out of favor. Um, they were still going strong, going strong in Europe. Um, Frankfurt was one of like the world's largest motor shows at the time, but uh. General Motors specifically began to hold fewer in-person shows to devote advertising to national programming, right? Mm. So this is when the car show became like what my dad watches on TV.
0: Yes. And that also makes a lot of sense, right? Because you have to think of when you're doing the car shows, even if it's a big thing in like Madison Square Garden, right? Mm -hmm. It still is either the people you can get to come or newspapers you can get to cover it or magazines right. I guess you could get to cover it with photo spreads. Whereas yeah. if you can advertise cars on TV and I guess on radio, mm-hmm. right? Then it's like you're getting to way more people. I guess the thing you're missing out on until we get to TV and everybody's home is that like flash and like, ooh, that car's so pretty kind of feeling.
1: Yeah, I'm oh. I'm reminded a lot of that the scene in the first Captain America movie where they're, like, walking around the boardwalk and they see um, Tony with his... Not Tony. Was Tony's, Tony's dad. dad.
0: Yeah, it's uh, Howard Stark.
1: Yeah, with, like, his new flashy car and everyone's like, ooh, and ha, ah, and stuff like that.
0: I do remember that.
1: Yeah. So then, um, by now, every municipality or, you know, car club could throw its own show, right? They knew yeah. what to do. Uh, there were enough cars on the road People had, you know, time on their hands and especially after World War II had a little more um, money to spend on things like cars.
0: You know, I also bet that the difference between the popularity of them or like people throwing them in America Mm -hmm. versus Europe is like America, the necessity for cars is like. Pretty universal. There's a couple cities in America that invested enough in public transit and like infrastructure in that way. Yeah, that, and
1: walkability and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like but
0: most cities, and just to get to work, you know, was mm-hmm. sometimes a 20, 30 minute thing where Europe is one, a much smaller except unless you count Russia. Um and then you had you could hypothetically walk a lot easier. So they probably had to sell cars harder to people when yeah. america was like i have to get a car so it's like i'm already interested and now it's just making sure they're interested in the one you are selling.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so now a lot of car shows, so like not only do you have car shows being put on by specific brands, um, you can go to car shows where the cars are adjudicated. Um, also like uh, neighborhood car shows, which are usually like classic cars. Yeah. You, you almost always have to register beforehand because when you make a car show, you want to try and have like a good variety and not just like six of the same car, right? And
0: it does normally, uh, unless I'm mistaken, but my vibe is that, there has to be something unique about your car, right? I wouldn't be able to be like, yeah, and this is my
1: 2017 uh,
0: Subaru. Uh, I really like the color green. I've seen a lot of these. And every time I see another one, I'm like, that's my car. You know what I mean? Anyways, uh, I should have gotten it washed before I came here. I'm realizing this now. Please don't write in the dirt on the hood. Thank you very much. Uh, no, don't look inside. It's full of like empty like applesauce pouches and stuff. Don't worry about it.
1: Well, I mean, I guess if... if- The, you know, the forest green Subaru of 2017. uh, If you were having a Subaru show, maybe, right? Uh, And ours was in really great condition, it's Uh, not. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let's jump
0: back to, uh, I think at one point, uh, Lily chewed through one of the (laughs) seatbelts in the back. It's got some stuff going on. It's well loved, that car.
1: So um, it, is my, it
0: is my favorite car I've ever driven.
1: Car shows today are a lot less. I wouldn't say popular, but I would say prolific. Yes, um, they're kind of like special events. It's there's not like a car show every Saturday type deal, right? Um, especially because of you know internet marketing, right? If you if you are looking for a car to buy, there's other ways than just going to a show to see what a car is like. Well, right?
0: also, I mean, I bet the scale of like auto malls and auto lots is so much bigger now yeah. than it was back in like, you know, the 40s and the 30s. So mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, if you're the type of person who just like someone wants to walk around and look at cars and see what cars are new, mm-hmm. just go down to like the dealership. And you can check it out there. That's
1: kind of a high-pressure situation, though.
0: Well, not if you look poor like I do. Oh, okay. On <laughs> a daily basis. Nah, he's got purple hair. Don't, don't, no, don't go no, that. No, He's no, uh, no. some kind of man-child. He's not going to buy a car today. Don't worry about it.
1: So, if you, listeners, Travis, are interested in going to a car show. I'm not. Okay. But <laughs> act like you are. I am. <laughs> How should one behave? Uh, first of all, do not, do not touch. Anything, without permission. Um, A lot of these cars are either old, right? Or they are somebody's baby.
0: Yeah, they're very precious.
1: They're very precious. So you should not touch without permission. Um, My dad, who I spoke about earlier, has been to several car shows. He's a Corvette enthusiast. Um, And his suggestion was, if you are going to go look at a car, you should even... Take your watch off and put it in your pocket and turn your belt to the side so that your belt buckle isn't out in front. Because should you inadvertently graze a car, that is that is very bad. Mm. Um, and you don't want to accidentally even scratch or maim a car. So I
0: take way. off my metal gauntlets as well. Yes, okay. no metal
1: gauntlets or you wear a lot of rings.
0: So I just try to wear a lot of rings. So you might want to take those off. Any boots with big spikes on them? Sure. Probably want to be avoided. Spiky Mm -hmm. knee pads, spiky elbow pads. Anything
1: with spikes. If
0: you're Shredder, just stay away. (laughs) You you are just asking for trouble if you're Shredder.
1: Um, But it is always encouraged to speak to the owners of the car um, because it seems that they really like it. So they will talk about it a lot. A I mean, lot, they're a lot. there
0: for people to notice their cars, right?
1: Exactly. Like they put their
0: car on display. So if there's an aspect of it that you like or something, we're like, Oh, I really like the way that you've redone this, or I really like this thing. I think you can say it.
1: Absolutely. Um And along that line, a very well-meaning car enthusiast may attempt to talk to talk your ear off. So maybe have a, an array of polite ways to get out of that conversation in case you're feeling trapped. Got it. Um, it's important not to compare cars or be critical of the displays. Another one from my dad: He said, "If you don't have something nice to say, don't don't say anything at all."
0: That's good advice across the board.
1: It is because, again. They come to these shows because they're very proud of their vehicles and, um, you know, talking, even if you're comparing one saying, well, the 58 was better than the 56 and all this kind of stuff, right? It's still, it's kind of like insulting someone to their face about the things that they love. And we don't do that.
0: No, we don't do that. You shouldn't insult someone to their face, period. Always do it behind their back. No. No. Um, But also, so much of that is like subjective taste, too, which is another thing. And, the other reason I wouldn't do it is like, I have no idea. It might be to me, I look at a car and I'm like, that car is kind of ugly. And it's like, that car was incredibly rare and difficult to find in this condition. And so like anybody who actually knows about it knows how like impressive and cool that car is. Mm-hmm. And I, a, a fool would be like, yeah, but it's kind of boxy. You know what I mean? So like, I, <laughs> what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna open myself up to look like a fool. I would just go, hmm, ah. oh. Yes. And then I'd walk away. <laughs> <laughs> or run away, as the case may be, depending on how much attention I just got. Like, no. um,
1: a lot of these are outdoor events and encourage like family friendly events often occur in concurrence with maybe like a festival or a street fair. Right. Um, so please do bring your children or your pets if that's allowed. Um, but keep them away from the cars. Again, touching is a no-no. I actually went to a vintage like market event when we were living in LA and there was a car there that you were allowed to touch. There was a, a a person who was charging I think like 20 to 50 bucks for people wearing their like vintage apparel to sit on the bonnet of the car and take pictures. So that is something different. I mean, you could definitely touch it with your butt.
0: Now, I will say this, um, you have just made me think about the fact that even if you don't go to car shows, if you're someone who regularly goes to comic book and pop culture conventions, Mm -hmm. these rules you might find useful when, for example, oftentimes I've been to recently, they will have uh, Baby, which is the beautiful black car from... um, uh, Supernatural on display, mm. or like Ecto-1, which is the Ghostbusters car. There or the be, DeLorean? Or the DeLorean or something like that, the Jurassic Park Jeep, right? And so all these rules still apply. I will also say, because you mentioned uh, stuff not to do to the car, right? Mm-hmm. Like, be careful scratching it. I'll also say, if you're at an outdoor event and you are someone who smokes or vapes, uh, which you shouldn't, just take care of your body, something when you got, but... Making making sure that one, you're not blowing smoke into the cars, you're like looking into it. Mm-hmm. And two, if you have like a cigarette in your hand, don't like lean into the car window to look inside holding that cigarette. Absolutely. That's a recipe for disaster.
1: Yeah. Um, so then also make sure that you do your best to support and respect the local businesses that likely made the car show happen. Um and so, you know. Even if it's if it's not something that you're interested in, you can always show gratitude to the people who organize the event, and especially if the show is for charity.
0: Uh, you should also make sure you know what the like photography and video policy is mm-hmm. of the thing. um because I think the assumption would be they want us to take pictures of the car, but that might not always be the case. Um, you might have to pay for it like right, this, exactly. like the
1: person at the at the vintage fair
0: exactly.
1: um so if you are showcasing a car, Um, I think that you probably already know a lot of this etiquette, um, but I would like to say that it is not appropriate to burn rubber, uh, while you are pulling in or out or revving your engine is also not appropriate. You know, it's a, an event where people are gathered around and it's, you know, it's not cool. It smells bad. It's a loud noise. Be considerate. Um, and then, make I would sure. also
0: say, along those lines, once again, another like, no, the vibe of like blasting super loud music because some shows are about like speaker setups within cars. Absolutely. And it's like really awesome, <laughs> frankly, to see like how loud or bassy or whatever you can get it going. And, but not every show is. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't want to be the one car that's like kind of creating a lot of noise pollution for everyone around if that's not the vibe of the car show.
1: Right. And of course, the staff. And the, the, if there's adjudicators or, you know, anyone who is um, putting together the event, hopefully will let you know what kind of things are appropriate for the particular show. Um, and if it is your car, um, I know that we said don't touch things, right, for the people coming. Accidents happen. You know, try and remember that, you know, humans make mistakes. So if someone does touch your car, maybe they didn't know. Maybe they just need, uh, you know, a gentle correction. And it's not not nice to yell at people. Let's not do that. So keep you can say your, no touching, please. Yeah, keep your buffing pad or your or like a, your microfiber cloth or whatever with you, so that you can take care of that and not be a meanie about it. Please don't touch my car, baby. <laughs> don't, I really, don't touch it. Don't touch my car, child. Please. Um. This is another really great example of people who love things coming together to do the things and talk about the things that they love. Yes. And it may not be your bag. And that's great. That's fine. You can still enjoy yourself at these events and let people love the things that they love. And that's what Schmanners are all about.
0: Indeed. All right, everybody. First, uh, I want to say thank you to our researcher, Alex, without whom we would not be able to make this show. I want to say thank you to our editor, Rachel, without whom we would not be able to make this show. And thank you to you for listening. If we made this show without you, it would feel pretty darn silly. So thank (laughs) you so much for listening. Thank you to you, Teresa, for being such a good host and letting me tag along.
1: Thank you, Travis, for always being an excellent playmate. Ah,
0: um, we just announced we're doing a My Brother, My Brother I mean, live and virtual show. What's that mean? Well, I know the virtual concept is new to you all, <laughs> uh, but basically it means then we, uh, you can watch the show whenever through your computing system. Or even your telephone, if you can believe it. Uh, And that's our first I like to
1: watch mine through the telephone, airplayed onto the TV, because it's a bigger screen.
0: Well, well, we're living in the 22nd century. I don't know what to tell you guys. (laughs) Uh, But it's for 20 Sun and Sea. We're pretty excited about it. It's going to be March 17th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Tickets are only $10, and Sawbones is opening, so you get two shows for the price of one. And video on demand will be available for purchase for two weeks after the event. So there's no reason for you not to watch it. Uh, And that's it bit.ly slash M B M B A M virtual. Go get that now. Make sure you check out all the merch we got over at macroymerch.com. We got some postcards from our newest Adventure Zone series, Chase. Uh, We've got the 2022 Candle Nights video on demand there. And 10% of all merch proceeds for this month will go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check that out at macroymerch.com. What else, Teresa?
1: We always thank Brent Brentofloss Black for writing our theme music, which is available as a ringtone where those are found. Check out on the musical. Also, um, thank you to Bruja Betty Pinup Photography for the cover picture of our fan run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. If you love to give or get excellent advice from other fans, go ahead and join that group today.
0: Also, just a tiny little plug, Max Fun is going to be coming up before you know it. And we've already recorded our bonus episode, and it was a real treat.
1: It was so much fun.
0: I can't wait to tell you guys about it for you guys to get to listen to it for supporting Max Fun and supporting Schmanners. Uh, so more information on that coming up soon.
1: And we are always taking topic suggestions. Email us schmannerscast at gmail.com. Make sure you say hi to Alex because she reads every one.
0: And that's going to do it for us. So join us again next week.
1: No RSVP required.
0: You've been listening to Schmanners.
1: Manners, Schmanners. Get it.